Bellingcat had made a statement claiming that the three men had been poisoned. The latest Russian poisoning may be a familiar plan, but the truth may never be revealed. Become a better reader by reading more. In the night of March 3 to 4, 2022, three members of Ukraine's delegation attending the peace talks between Russia and Ukraine exhibited symptoms consistent with poisoning by chemical weapons, according to a statement by Bellingcat. Read more. We stand with you, Joe Biden rallies support for Ukraine says in speech from Warsaw. Ukraine War, in Europe 5 Challenges for Biden. Ukraine War Gordon Brown backs Nuremberg trial for Putin. Russian entrepreneur Roman Abramovich was one of the casualties, the outlet said. Bellingcat reported that the three males suffered from inflammation of the eyes and skin as well as searing pain in the eyes, but that they healed rapidly. Kiev departed the next day and drove to Poland before taking a plane from there. Before their symptoms emerged, all three men had consumed was chocolate and water. According to Bellingcat, one of its investigators was asked to provide an opinion on the incident by chemical weapons specialists. A fourth member of the team who also consumed these did not experience symptoms. Toxic exposure from an unspecified chemical weapon is most likely to blame, say Bellingcat specialists, who conducted both remote and on-site testing. Testing revealed that if poisoning had been involved, it would have been at a level that would have been lethal, according to Bellingcat. Russia's hardliners have been implicated by allies of the poisoned individuals for allegedly wanting to disrupt peace talks. So much of the tale is still a mystery. Ask people not to believe unverified reports, Umerov replied on Facebook that he was well. An official from the United States questioned the credibility of the story. As the officer told Reuters, the intelligence strongly shows this was environmental, he said, egg, not poisoning. There is a lot of speculation at the time, and we recommend to only follow official information, Vladimir Zelensky's spokesperson stated when asked for comment. His obvious connections to Russian President Vladimir Putin led to British sanctions against Roman Abramovich earlier this month. According to reports, Zelensky requested that Washington postpone sanctions against Abramovich because of his role in the peace negotiations. Alexander Rodnyansky's son, also Alexander, and an economic advisor to Zelensky, says that Abramovich was originally pulled into the peace discussions as an unofficial channel to Vladimir Putin by the Ukrainian film producer. In order to get Roman Abramovich involved in the negotiations, my father was the first point of contact. According to Rodnyansky, we were looking for an alternative link to convey our opinion to the very top. Is there anything Abramovich can't do? In the future, he may be able to meet with Vladimir Putin and transmit a message to him. However, given the circumstances in Russia, Roman's ability to say much is severely curtailed. However, we must also give any potential for peace a fair chance, he stated. According to a Moscow-based insider, Abramovich met with Zelensky and Putin in person over the previous month and traveled to Istanbul on Monday to participate in the discussions there. Parallel to official negotiations between Russian and Ukrainian negotiating teams, Abramovich's discussions have been taking place in Belarus and online. The second round of negotiations in Belarus took place around the same time as Abramovich's first visit to Kyiv, as previously reported. Denis Kiryev, a member of Ukraine's official negotiating team, was shot dead two days later. According to early reports, he had been detained on suspicion of treason and had been slain while attempting to elude capture. His death was hailed as a heroic act of bravery by Ukraine's military intelligence service later. 
However, it's unclear if his death was somehow connected to his role in the negotiation group. On Tuesday, a new round of peace talks was scheduled to begin in Istanbul. Mihailo Podolyak, Ukraine's senior negotiator, said Friday that he thought Russia was getting more serious about the negotiations over time. We've noticed a shift in their actions. Why? Because it's a different situation when you've been fighting for 30 days and haven't even gotten to the point where you can take control of the city of Kiev. Some sort of thought process is currently taking place, he asserted. On Abramovich's involvement in the negotiations, he refused to say anything further. It was up to Russia's people, Antony Blinken remarked, to choose their own leader. A regime change in Russia or any other country is not a goal of U.S. Secretary of State Antony Blinken. On the same day that President Joe Biden suggested that Vladimir Putin should not be permitted to remain in office, Mr. Blinken made his remarks on the subject. During a speech in Poland, Vice President Biden made an offhand comment. Mr. Blinken claimed that the president merely stated that Russia could not be permitted to wage war against the Ukraine. According to the Kremlin, the Russian people have the right to choose their own leader and not Vice President Joe Biden. Ahead of a trip to Israel, Antony Blinken told reporters, I believe that President Obama and the White House emphasized the point last night that President Putin simply cannot be empowered to conduct war or to engage in aggression against Ukraine or anyone else. It is well known that we have no strategy for regime change in Russia or any other country, and we have stated this repeatedly. Russians are ultimately responsible for their own destiny in this case and in any other, he said. It is up to the Russian people, he continued. A report from Anthony Blinken Sorsha, a correspondent based in North America. The U.S. vice president remarked of Russian President Vladimir Putin, for God's sake, this man cannot remain in power, during a speech in Warsaw, Poland, on Saturday. Read more. Sean Penn vows to smelt Oscars if Zelensky isn't invited on awards show. Ukraine war, sanctions on Russia should stop only after withdrawal, says Liz Truss. In response to a poor tip, Hayden Panettiere got into a hotel fight. In response to Biden's remarks, the White House stated that he was not pushing for regime change, but rather making a point about Russia's neighbors not being able to wield authority over their neighbor. This was definitely an attempt to go backwards, and there is danger that this would increase Putin's anxiety and put him under even greater pressure. As the leader of a country that is now engaged in a military conflict and possesses a nuclear weapons, the United States is wary of placing Mr. Putin in a position of powerlessness. Directly calling for a change in government could exacerbate already existing instability and unpredictability. And you don't want any uncertainty in this situation. Richard Haas, a longtime U.S. ambassador, was outraged by Vice President Biden's remark. By making things more difficult and more dangerous in an already perilous scenario, Mr. Haas, president of the U.S. Council on Foreign Relations, tweeted. Then he continued, it's apparent. I advise his top aides contact their counterparts and make it clear that the U.S. is willing to deal with the Russian government, which is less obvious how to undo the damage, but. Following the White House's qualification of Vice President Biden's remarks, Mr. Haas returned to the matter, saying, at POTUS regime change call walkback is unlikely to wash. If this is what he has been waiting for, Putin will regard it as more validation of his beliefs. Discipline breakdown with the potential to escalate the breadth and duration of the conflict. On Saturday, intense rocket fire was unleashed on the western Ukrainian city of Lviv, which had hitherto been spared the worst of the conflict.
despite Russia's claim that it would focus on the east, it was one of a number of western sites that were bombed. President Volodymyr Zelensky made an impassioned late-night video message urging western countries to assist Ukraine with planes, tanks, and missile defense systems. According to him, his country's machine guns couldn't take down Russian planes. In the south, Ukraine's top human rights commissioner has warned that the Russian-occupied port city of Kherson is on the verge of a humanitarian disaster. According to Lyudmila Denisova, a BBC reporter, there are food, water and medicine shortages all around the city. According to Russia's state-owned news agency RIA, Luhansk People's Republic leader Leonid Pasechnik has suggested that a referendum on joining Russia is imminent in the next few months. It was just a matter of days before Russia invaded Ukraine after it officially recognized the two breakaway republics of Luhansk and Donetsk as separate entities.